BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour, Clay and Buck kicks off now, everyone. And, uh, you know, we did a little bit of a breakdown yesterday into this salvo against Trump where they were saying that there's all this money that was pouring in. Oh, my gosh. All this money pouring in to Trump uh, coffers from foreign governments. $7.8 million from foreign entities. Uh, that's the, the number, that's the headline. And, and this is all meant to be a, uh, false equivalency between Hunter Biden's, well, financial extracurricular activities, not all of them, but the stuff that he was doing, taking money from abroad and Trump. They're effectively saying, well, Trump was taking money while he was president. Hunter Biden was just taking money on behalf of his vice president dad and the dad didn't know about it we know what they're going to say in fact here you can hear a little bit of how they're trying to position this as an attack on him pushing the trump violated the emoluments clause play six democrats argue this is a violation of wait for it the emoluments clause violation of the emoluments clause of the constitution violations of the constitution's foreign emoluments clause violations of the constitution's foreign emoluments clause Violates the Emoluments Clause of the Constitution. Violated the Foreign Emoluments Clause. The Emoluments Clause has always been a concern since Trump entered office. It was business as usual for Trump. Make money in any way you can. Presidents could be bribed, and that's why the Emoluments Clause exists in the Constitution. It's about time we enforce the Emoluments Clause. You know who doesn't violate the Emoluments Clause by investing in foreign companies and making money? Hunter Biden. (laughs) Okay, so, so... You know, this is where you get into Clay. They really want people to believe, and I want—I wanted to hear some of this audio because it happened. Some of this was happening yesterday while you were still on the plane. They really want people to to believe that wiring millions of dollars directly to Hunter Biden 
is somehow fine and in fact way more fine than people go who who are foreign going to Trump golf courses or hotels and spending money there, right? One is a goods for services transaction. Um and and I think this this will help put every put this a little bit in perspective. Clay, the number that they have there, there's seven point uh, whatever, seven point eight million. Uh according to Forbes, over the course of Trump's four years in office, which you know, he wasn't controlling the properties, obviously. I, mean, I think Eric was mostly in charge of it at the time. He hauled in two point four billion dollars in revenue. So uh, uh, dozens of different countries, foreign entities spending $7 million through an enterprise of a goods-for-services transaction is supposed to bribe a corporate head a corporate head or chairman that makes $2.4 billion. Like, like, am I bribing Steve, or what's his name, uh, uh, what, Cook, what's the guy's name, uh, Tim Cook. Am I bribing Steve, uh, Tim Cook when I buy an iPhone? Like, does he owe me something? Well, not only that, every time I hear this talked about, it is evidence of how stupid most people in media are. Even if you wanted to make this argument, only a tiny pinprick of that money is profit. So a lot, and, and this, I, I understand that a lot of people in, in politics don't actually run a business. But if you go buy a Big Mac and it costs you, I don't even know what a Big Mac costs now, six bucks, seven bucks probably, if you go buy a Big Mac, McDonald's doesn't make $7 on your Big Mac. They probably make, I'm guessing here, 30 cents on a Big Mac when they strip out all of the cost associated with everything that they have to do in order to make that hamburger. Maybe they make 50 cents. Maybe they make a dollar, depending on where the franchisee is, right? Food margins are usually are tiny. very thin. Yes. And usually... Uh, and, and this is taking you a little bit behind the curtain. Usually you make your most money in any restaurant on alcohol, yeah, which has course. a very high margin. Uh, and also soda has a very high margin, right? It costs almost nothing on for a soda. So if you pay $2 for a fountain drink, you know, they're making substantial margins there. But this is why there's well, so, it, so much of the attack here. They might make, let's say that they did 7.5 or $7.8 million in revenue. They might make 10% on that, all right, in terms of actual profit that would descend. And you might not make any money at all. And, Your and business Trump might not be that get, profitable. Trump doesn't even get all 10% of it. I mean, that's this correct. Is, this is, this is the, I, I want to, when you strip this all down, it's like they're saying China could influence Trump because a Chinese company had like rented space in a Trump office building, which in the, at the end of the day puts like, 50 grand or something maybe in Trump's pocket when all expenses, when all said and done. Yeah. This is crazy. This is just, yeah, look, this is not living in reality at all. I've, I ran a business that was in the advertising business. We made a lot of money in advertising deals, uh, with all of these different companies. But you know what I also had to do? I had to pay out all my employees and I had to cover all my expenses. And so what they're trying to do here, this is, this is what's important about this. They're trying to eliminate what Hunter Biden did by arguing that Donald Trump and his family did just as bad or worse. And you'll see this also happen, Buck, in addition to how stupid this argument is. People will come out and they'll say, well, the Saudis gave Jared Kushner $2 billion. 
So why do we care about what they're doing with uh, the money that China and Ukraine companies gave to Hunter Biden? These are not similar things, right? And I understand, again, this is somewhat complicated. The Saudis invested in Jared Kushner's investment fund. When you invest with Charles Schwab, Charles Schwab doesn't get to walk away with your 401k. They are managing your 401k, right? Um, Jared Kushner started an investment fund. The Saudis will get back, ideally, all of their $2 billion, plus all of the money that they make on the investments that Jared Kushner is involved in. What Hunter Biden got was money for virtually nothing, right? Whatever you want to say about the Trump uh, hotel or the Trump restaurants, you pay for a service and you get back that service. Whatever you think about Jared Kushner's money management skills, mm. the Saudis are giving him money to invest. They're not giving him Ooh. that money. Hunter banked millions of dollars, potentially tens of millions, we don't even know, based entirely on his name, and he got the full value of all of those dollars. Well, this, this is not is the other, comparable at all. This is not comparable at all, and, and it, it also goes to if they... You know, they tried this before. I mean, the Washington Post, it's been laughable. They tried this while Trump was president. And, and when people finally dig into it and when an actual court looks into it, they're like, this is, this is absurd. Um, if, if there were Chinese diplomats going into the Trump hotel where during the Trump presidency, I used to hang out all the time. Some of you probably even saw me there. High five. Uh, if they were going in there and saying, Oh, I'm not buying, I'm not going to pay $20 for this cheeseburger. I'm going to give you $20 million for this cheeseburger. Yes. Yes. Okay, that, that would start, you'd start to say that something funny is going on here, that this is a bribe, right? We understand. Kind of like if you were, I don't know, creating finger paintings and had like no history as an artist and started selling them for $500,000 to anonymous buyers, like yes. Hunter Biden was doing. Is this doing. It is, is doing. If someone is paying you 500 grand for your cheeseburger at a hotel, I do think that that should be looked into. If they're paying you 20 bucks, it's a business. I mean, but you know, Clay, so few of the people who talk about this, write for the Washington Post, whatever, have ever just sort of worked in a normal business. I'm not saying none of them, but generally speaking, a lot of them go from college to think tank to journalism, back to journalism, back to they've never actually worked in any private sector capacity, really, other than journalism, which, you know, is kind of like a, uh, it's like the arts now. <laughs> just ask yeah, Jeff well, Bezos. Basically, what they're saying is if you own a business which the public can in any way uh, decide that they are going to spend their money on, right, you own a consumer-facing business, then you violate the Emoluments Clause. So if you, I mean, because you could make the same argument, right, if, uh, if, if instead of being involved in hotels, if Trump owned Starbucks, you could argue, well, look at all these different uh, foreign nationals that go into Starbucks on a day-to-day basis, and they've given, I don't know how many, uh, China probably has spent, I think Starbucks has thousands of Chinese restaurants now, right? Chinese people spend billions of dollars a year with Starbucks. The Starbucks CEO, what was his name, Howard Schultz, he yeah. ran for president for a short period of time, right, or talked about the fact that he might run for president. There are lots of reasons you could or could not support him, but the idea that he owned a business which foreign nationals would sometimes decide to spend money with is laughably absurd. Same thing, Bloomberg. I'm sure that Mayor Bloomberg, when he ran for president as a Democrat, I am quite certain that there are a lot of foreign business entities that subscribe to the Bloomberg 
business services. I mean, virtually everybody in investment does. That doesn't mean in some way that Bloomberg doesn't have independence of thought because he happens to own a multi-billion dollar business. It's basically just an attack on anyone who doesn't work full time in, uh, in the employment of, uh, political space. Uh, you know who pays just, Joe Biden every day? Us, taxpayers. Yeah. Like, uh, imagine, I, I wish he made him living some other way. Imagine if, if the people writing this and lever, but this attack was made in the past and it didn't work either. They're just resurrecting yeah. this. This goes to the sign, I think of, or is a sign of how desperate the pro Biden camp is that they're, I mean, this is a step away from Russia collusion. Trump stole the election in, tw- in 2016 with Russia. This is crazy. This didn't work. It was, it was nonsense then. It's nonsense now. But just it's it's kind of funny. I mean, the leverage that they pretend, you know, it's it's a it, it's a corporation that ha, that is doing you know two point four billion dollars in revenue, and you're gonna walk up there and be like, well, we've spent a lot of money at the Trump Hotel, so we expect special treatment in U.S. China foreign policy. You're kidding me, right? Like, there's no yeah, it's crazy. You know, whereas if you're Hunter Biden and you can't pay your bills because let's be honest, you're an, you're a crackhead. And you're getting $20 million from some Chinese or Ukrainian businessman putting an LLC account for you that, yeah, you're going to get dad on the phone and you're going to try to urge an outcome, like the firing of a prosecutor in Ukraine, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of these things gives you leverage. The others, you know, if you walk into a restaurant, you're like, I just had an appetizer. Now I demand, you know, free meals for a year. People will laugh at you and think you're crazy. Yeah, and even to use the dollar figure that they spent again is it's really dishonest because anyone who's ever run a business, the vast majority of your money that you make is not profit. So even if you're arguing, oh, this guy is being influenced by somehow somebody staying in his hotel, well, he's making probably no more than a nickel or a dime off of whatever they spend in terms of actual profit. I'm not even sure what the profitability is of the Trump brand. You want to talk about a hit. Trump is probably the only president in any of our lives who has lost money by being president of the United States. Honestly, my biggest, my biggest takeaway from this, and we, we discussed it, you know, yesterday when you were flying back a bit. Um, but my biggest takeaway today, looking at the whole thing is this is a sign of they're just running the playbook. It's desperate. They don't have a lot to go on, and this is the best they can come up with, is to regurgitate old, failed attacks on Trump at, at this point in time. Um, I, I think that that's, that's where this stands, and, and it's uh, another indicator that it's going to be very tough for Biden. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, 800-282-2882, what do you think about this one? Uh, also, Clay, I wanted to hear your take on the uh, – we haven't you know heard you talk about – the efforts to kick Trump off these ballots which yeah. in in Colorado and Maine and how the Supreme Court's weighing in on this one. I think I said I think it'll go uh, 7-2 um, against, I think, two Supreme Court. So come back and tell us what you uh, what you think on this one. Um, uh, you know, this hour, we got to get into it. You know, there are a lot of reasons to be concerned about the value of the U.S. dollar this year. The highest debt ceiling ever now surpassing thirty four trillion dollars. Plus, two sworn enemies of our nation, Russia and Iran, are no longer trading in the worldwide currency that is the U.S. dollar. Will our U.S. dollar be subject to more attacks? Former Wall Street insider Tika Tawari believes so. He's so convinced of it, he's made his opinions public in an online video for all to see. It's worth your time to check this out. Go online to MoveYourCashNow.com to learn the three steps you need to take to protect and grow your wealth in the coming months and year. 
Again, go to moveyourcashnow.com. That's moveyourcashnow.com. Paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Inspiring you to seek out the truth. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome back in. Buck Sexton, Clay Travis, hanging out with you. Hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays. We roll into the weekend, 10 days out from Iowa the fallout of this Jeffrey Epstein doc drop, Buck, I know you talked about it yesterday. I've been reading about it quite a lot. We were just talking about it off the air. All I come back to is the same thing I've said on this show before. It feels like, to me, Jeffrey Epstein was an intelligence source and that he was protected as a result of the intelligence that he was bartering, maybe in some way, 
using these uh, mm. attractive women as what do they call them? Honey pots in the uh, in the uh, like intelligence agency where they try to get you if you're a guy. I don't think it works on women as well, but maybe it does. Maybe they're really brawny, incredibly good-looking men who seduce women out there. But they throw good-looking women at men and try to get them involved, get them then scandalized photos so they have compromising information on them. Compromat is just people having having affairs wouldn't wouldn't work. Compromat of people doing illegal sexual acts. That's even more valuable. Le- that's where you would have leverage, right? That's where somebody you, you would do whatever you told them to do. Um, my question to you though is assuming that, that Epstein was tied into some, uh, you know, covert intelligence apparatus, is it domestic or foreign? Well, it's scarier if it's foreign because then it would be, and what we're talking about is if it's one thing if, if Epstein was working with the FBI, for instance, or the CIA, American agencies, although I guess uh he's doing things all around the world because he had assets all over the world. I mean, I think he had a Paris home, a London home, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, certainly Some of the ex- most expensive real estate you could find anywhere in the world. Is Correct. Kind of, Clay, he ha- he was worth $600 million. No one knows where the money came from. That's that's what I've always that's why I've always thought the whole thing was very suspicious. He, he, Usually, he, he lived in a seventy million dollar townhouse in New York, near where I grew up. A seventy million dollar house. Yeah, and he owned an island in the U.S. Virgin Islands, where I'm still a licensed attorney, where I used to practice. I mean, if you own islands in the Caribbean, you're probably doing pretty well for yourself. No one's ever really been able to figure out how he made the money that he made, because it's not as if he created a brand new. Uh, it, what, he wasn't like some business guy who created I mean, something out of nothing. It was black. I mean, blackmail was part of where the money came from for sure. But who even got him started? Because to be in the position to do the blackmailing, he had to own these properties, have the private jet, right? It was, you know what I mean? Yeah. There, there was someone got him started in this financially. It was not because he was a brilliant Wall Street trader. That was his cover story. Yeah. And. These are not difficult things to usually find answers to. The finance, the finance follow the money stuff shouldn't be that hard. He was able to leverage contacts and power to get a very different treatment from law enforcement in this country for a long time than he should have. It's hard to end up if you don't inherit it with hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. There usually has to be a pretty good paper trail of how you made that kind of money. And with him, there never really has been. All it does to me is make me think he was involved in intelligence. Maybe boring. If you're using the new year to cut back on household expenses, include a serious look at your monthly cell phone bill. Instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile as much as 80 bucks per line, switch to Pure Talk. They have unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for just 20 bucks a month. Look, Carrie and I were traveling overseas. I'm like, oh, wait, honey, can I use my cell phone? Yes, I could, because I'm on Pure Talk. I was in Scotland, which I love, and my phone was working in the highlands, in the lowlands. I was sober. I was drunk. Didn't matter. Cell phone worked like a charm. Pure Talk is amazing. Switch to Pure Talk now. Dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's dial pound 250 now from your cell phone. Start saving money today, up to $1,000 a year for a family of four. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. We're back. Clay and I still uh, just, you know, offline going back and forth about how... You know, neither of us. I mean, Clay believes in aliens, but leave that aside for a second. He's one of those. He's one of those. 
Um, but neither of us are, are quick to jump on the conspiracies. Uh, there's an Epstein conspiracy. I can't oh, tell I, you that I, I have think it all there's no out. doubt. There, there is an Epstein conspiracy. It's bigger than just this one guy who is, you know, this, uh, um, ultra rich pedophile. No, no, no. It's bigger than just him. I, well, obviously you know about all these associates, but I'm saying it's more than just this was a guy doing this thing because he wanted to. There's another, there's outside connection. I think that much is clear. He was able to leverage deals within the government, even after he was caught the first time. No one gets those kinds of deals. Anyway, we, so we agree on this. And I told everybody yesterday about the FBI. You know about this, right? The FBI showing up in 2019 after he's arrested and they left for four days after they had all the tapes, like the actual surveillance tapes in a big cache. And they came back and they were all gone, Clay. And then they asked the lawyer to bring them back. And the lawyer's like, yeah, sure, but Epstein lawyer to bring them back. I mean, you can believe that that all is on the up and up, but uh, you know, if, if the FBI had had uh, secured a crime scene and the murder weapon was there, and they came back four days later and the murder weapon was gone, um, that's probably going to get tossed in court, right? That's a big and, problem. And even the death in the in the jail, MCC, is- yeah. Something like that, that doesn't, the, the cameras weren't working that night and the guard fell asleep and it, no uh, one had all, been able to commit suicide in that prison. They held El Chapo there, Clay. I mean, they will, you know, they will hold, uh, high level terrorists, Al Qaeda terrorists there. The worst of the worst can be held there. No one had ever committed suicide. This guy does. The, the one guy who might have compromise on some of the most powerful people on the planet, he commits, I, I, you know, I don't believe in conspiracies. There's it's a conspiracy awful. here. It's awfully convenient anytime a video camera that is security camera doesn't work. I, I'm always very I think it was skeptical. Two of them, by the way. I think yeah. it was multiple cameras had problems. Problems. Yeah. I'm always very skeptical whenever somebody has security cameras set up, something that is controversial occurs, and then the security cameras suddenly don't work. Right, like LeBron James. Remember when LeBron James claimed that somebody put a racial slur on his uh, on his gate, and there's literally a security camera. LeBron came out and talked about, hey, it doesn't matter how rich you are. He lives in, by the way, the Brentwood area of L.A., where almost no crime occurs at all. Right, I think his mansion was twenty million dollars, probably worth fifty now, uh, based on how L.A. properties have gone, and nobody noticed it. And there's no evidence that it ever occurred and no crime ever, uh, that all this stuff just kind of vanishes. Again, something we're getting, what, per, here's a good question, a way to sum it up. What percentage of the Epstein story have we been given? My guess half. would be a quarter. Oh, you go a quarter? I'd say half. Yeah. I mean, big chunks left, big chunks left, but I don't think, I think if the, I think if the tapes, are destroyed and at this point i would assume that they've all been destroyed i don't think we ever get answers so how would this how would this work let's pretend that he was an uh an agent in some way working with a foreign government as opposed to our own i would think he'd probably be working with both so he'd have compromising tapes right it seems quite clear that he employed an entire cadre of young attractive women some of whom were underage so do you think he would have had one of these famous guys, this uh, powerful guys, engage in sex acts with an underage girl intentionally uh, and then confront them and say, hey, or the agency would, hey, we've got evidence that you slept with, I don't know, a 16-year-old girl 
and if you don't do X or Y, then you're in big trouble associated with that. Is that the way you think this would work, roughly yes. outlining it? Yep. That's that's the way the blackmail scheme, I think, was set up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's clear that Epstein was providing girls to lots of different rich people. You don't think if they're legal girls, you know, meaning they're over 18 years old or whatever, I think a lot of those guys would be terrified if there was a sex tape of them with anybody, uh, whether it's a 38-year-old or a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old, whatever it is. But it then becomes criminal when you're going under 18. And, I mean, that's a pretty serious, that's a strict liability crime because uh, of age of consent laws, depending, and this is a mess, but every state has a different age of consent law. So you can do something legally in, you know, Alabama that you can't do, for instance, in, I, I don't know, California, potentially. Well, well, th- this is why the, the focus on it, um, generally is on the trafficking component, right? Where, where you are moving for illicit acts and also payment underage women across state or international lines. You know, it's, it's kind of like a, like a, a sex crime, you know, it's a conspiracy or a, an ongoing criminal enterprise. Where and this is where moving, he had the private jets where he's constantly right. flying people all over this the place. This is where the, the trafficking component, um, is why that's what you mostly read about because, you know, he's trafficking these women using coercion, pressure. Some of them are underage. They're being paid. They're being moved across state lines. I mean, this is just, this is like felony on top of felony on top of yeah. felony, right? There's just all these different crimes that come all to, that come together. But yeah, I think that if you're asking what the, what the conspiracy is or rather what the, um, Conspiracy you know, would be. How would it be constructed? Yeah, th- th- this is it. And, and, you know, uh, he, he wants to, ha- he wants to spend time with all these. I mean, think about this. Generally speaking, if you were doing illegal stuff in the sexual realm with, 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 uh, you know, underage girls, um, you wouldn't want to attract a lot of attention to yourself, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yet Epstein, one of the highest profile people, all it would take is one, Call from some of these. These are the kind of people who have the attorney general cell phone number on their phone. You know what I mean? All yeah. it would take is one person to say, guys, I think something really sketchy is going on with this guy. And yet he's specifically seeking out people with tremendous access and tremendous power. And so he could flip them. So he could compromise them. It's the only now what, what is also, you know, a, a component of the discussion here is. A lot of, look, there are people that were named that I mentioned this that have, when they say named, and you know, there's a lot of clickbait out there. Cameron Diaz was named because her name was in something that someone said in the civil suit had nothing to do with anything, right? To be clear, Cameron Diaz never met Epstein, had nothing to do with Epstein. She's just an actress, but someone, somehow her name came up over the course of the, the uh, deposition of the civil trial or, you know, or of the civil trial testimony. There are also people that I think are you know, going to be named or have been named who didn't do anything illegal sexually. And I think there are people who did. And, you know, these are very, these are very difficult thing because, you know, you, you would want justice for those who are, or, you know, justice in terms of people who are um, breaking the law and a part of this, you know, and, and actively involved in the illicit stuff Epstein was doing. But there were people, I think, who probably did just not really know and had lunch with the guy. And you have to separate that out. So the bad guys get to hide in a sense by saying, Oh, there's 150 names on the list or whatever it is. And I'm just another guy who had lunch with them. I had no idea, right? We've already seen some of that. 
So there's yeah. a lot of layers, a lot of sifting. But in terms of the overall conspiracy, I think we've just scratched the surface. Yeah, and I also come back to his wealth. I mean, we're talking about insane amounts of wealth. Crazy rich. He was crazy rich. I mean, he almost, there's only like a, I think there's less than 2,000 billionaires in the world. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he wasn't a billionaire quite, but first of all, I think he probably had other offshore bank accounts that have not been found. I, I believe that. I think he had access to even more money than we know about. And they know about $600 million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And, and so for him to have gotten that amount of wealth off of not really ever building anything new. Most people, if you're not going to inherit it, most people have to create something new in order to make that kind of wealth. And to my knowledge, other than money management, he's never really done anything where he never founded a company. He never invested in a variety of companies. Not that I've seen. Also, no, no really rich guy or gal. Although you notice all the money that he was getting was from, you know, it was from guys, not a surprise, but no really rich guy is going to give their money to this like shady, weird character. You know, forget whether they knew about the, you know, that he's a, he's a sex offender. Yeah. Or, you right. Know, did, you know, cause we got to talk about, well, was this before he was prosecuted? Is it after he's prosecuted? There's a lot of, but you don't just give your money to be managed by some random guy. Like that's just Correct. not a thing really. You know, no, no person of sophistication in the financial realm is like, I'm just going to give money to this guy with no reputation that no one on wall street's ever heard of before. No way. I think his reputation was he got in somehow with the founder of Victoria's Secret, um, and they had some sort of significant relationship. And if you are a guy and you get known among other rich guys as, oh, he can get you introduced to any Victoria's Secret model, <laughs> I I think there are a lot of rich guys out there that are like, oh, I wouldn't mind knowing that guy, right? So I think he used these beguiling, incredibly attractive women through some famous, you know, channels and some of them very legal, right? Like uh, he does seem to have had a very significant relationship with the Victoria's Secret founder, which gave him entree to all those models. And then also to have been engaged in shady sort of, I don't even know what the phrase is, like grooming of like 15 and 16 year old girls to basically become sex slaves. I mean, based on some of the reading and then did he use those girls even to uh to to create compromising well, he, tapes? He, he was initially like prosecuted for for paying a I believe a 14-year-old girl for sex acts with him. Yeah. So that was what and he got a a slap on the wrist for that, right? I mean a very underage girl and was in Florida and he he pleaded guilty to to like soliciting an, an underage prostitute. Yeah, and he um, used this this woman that was a good friend of his basically to be the recruiter to go find attractive young girls and bring them into their landscape. But also, again, that relationship with Victoria's Secret founder, I think he also had entree into attractive women that were legitimate, yeah. and I think he used that as bait to try to get attention from all... But again, and, and he, you don't he, become a hundreds-of-millionaire guy typically... Without creating something new, yeah. and, and Bill Clinton uh, spent a lot of time on his private planes. Just gonna say that a lot of time, a lot of rides, a lot of rides on private jets. Uh, do, do you have any friend that's given you like twenty or thirty rides on private no. jets that you don't know really, really well? 
Hmm. No. Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? That Bill Clinton thing. A little strange. Well, in the Vanity Fair story, too, we should mention that. I mean, that Clinton uh, went in and, like... They not cover Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Bill Clinton, who was also accused on the record by, I believe it was Jennifer Flowers. Uh, of, Juanita of, Broderick of rape. Jennifer Flowers. Uh, Sorry, I can't even remember. Which one was Jennifer Flowers? I, he was he was accused, I know, by a woman of of forcibly raping her in the night. I think it was Juanita Broderick, maybe Jennifer Flowers too. I just remember Jennifer spelled her name with a G. I, I don't. Right. And then we'll have we, to look that up. We were I was yes. very young. Clay was older, but I was young. <laughs> I was older. Uh, born from the tragedy of nine eleven, the Tunnel the to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, it's been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes. Like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook, the hero lost his life in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating from high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son he would never meet. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel of the Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Join both of us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Sometimes all you can do is laugh, and they do a lot of it with the Sunday Hang. Join Clay and Buck as they laugh it up in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. 
Just go to puretalk.com slash Clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Friday edition of the program. We're going to have Julie Kelly joining us at the top of the next hour, Buck, and we're going to dive into some of these uh, questions that we've been asking surrounding all of the different legal issues, and we'll also talk about that. You can tee me up, and I'll answer uh, many of those questions as best we can. we got a bunch of people from South Carolina who wanted to weigh in. I asked the question, as there's a lot of drama 10 days from Iowa, Nikki Haley has moved within four points in New Hampshire, and her argument is, if I get Trump one-on-one in South Carolina, I can beat him. I mean, that's basically her position. I don't know that I buy that. I don't think she can win South Carolina. I think Trump would beat her, and I asked if South Carolinians had the same opinion. Let's hear. Uh, Amy in Columbia, South Carolina. How do you think Trump v. Haley would play out in your home state? Well, let me say this. I'm born and raised in South Carolina, and Nikki was a okay governor, but she promised us from the get-go that she would never take the Confederate flag off the state house. Then she started getting into politics more, and when it came to her advantage, she took the flag down. She lied to South Carolina. And not going to get into the controversy of the Confederate flag, but in the South is a reverend flag. So that was her first lie. Then secondly, when she left office, she promised South Carolina that if Donald Trump ran for president, she would never run against him. Lie number two. So she has lied to South Carolinians, and America needs to know this. I'm I'm afraid she would lie to America. There's no way she's going to beat Donald Trump in South Carolina. Thank you for the call, Amy. Jamie uh, from Somerville, South Carolina, how do you think this would break down if it ended up Haley v. Trump in your home state? Well, from the birthplace of sweet tea, the view uh, on the ground here is that it's about 65-35 Trump. I'd have to uh, support the previous lady who called. Uh, but I will say this, the delineation between people and their opinions on this vote is uh, somewhat pitched. Uh, I've seen it uh, get into family conversations over the holidays, and uh, things got a little hot. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for the call. Tense in this primary for a little bit. Briggs in Asheville, North Carolina, your favorite town, the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's right. Yeah, I'm, I live in Asheville, but born and raised in Greenville, South Carolina. And I'll just say this, um, you know, I, I like Nikki Haley, but uh, you got to remember in 2016, the first time Trump ran, um, Nikki Haley endorsed Marco Rubio, and Rubio didn't even come close to beating Trump in South Carolina, and then ended up losing to him again in Florida. And so, you know, I think it's only even a conversation if it's 1v1 Haley versus Trump, because, you know, I've thought my parents, thought my father-in-law, like they'd all be voting for Ron DeSantis right now over Nikki Haley. Yeah. Um, so those are my quick thoughts. I, I appreciate the call. Right. I think DeSantis could beat Buck Trump 1v1. I don't know that he would. I think he could. I just, I don't buy into the Nikki Haley hype. I think she can win, uh, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. She may well. I don't think she wins the South. The Nikki Haley fans in this audience are saying, you know who the polls say beats Biden by the most in the swing states? Yeah. Nikki Haley. Just saying. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.